Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Life with Imani Margria, and you're listening to me, Imania Margria. So, this episode is episode three of season two of my podcast called Indie Authors Tips, and this section is writing your book. So, today I want to talk about three things. I want to talk about the first read through. This is my process. If you are just now tuning in, this is my process and how I write my books. So this is just how I write my books and it helps me to organize and complete my projects. Because if you guys have been following me for a while, you know some things take me longer to finish than others. And I didn't really have a method to kind of keep me on track. So I had to develop a plan for myself to kind of help me organize my the way I executed my um, my project. So how I finished, it helped me to basically like finish my books when I say I'm gonna finish them and stuff like that and actually speed up my process. So today's episode, I'm gonna talk about first read through, proofread and edit. These are two things that are three things that I do. After you've already written out your book, you're basically, you know, you think you're ready for like to send it, whether if you're an indie author or you're just a regular author or writer trying to submit it to um, a publisher. This is a step that I feel like everyone should take. So before you're about to send that, send, you're about to upload that to your email, you need to read it through first, proofread it, edit. I'm going to get more into each of these steps in a bit. So I'm going to first talk about the first read through. So basically I read through everything like from chapter one, or if I have a prologue like I did with the pacemaker, and then I read from the prologue to the epilogue. <laughs> so the first chapter to the final chapter. So the, like, even the little things in between, the letters to the readers, um, the author's thoughts, and even about the author, I'll review for any type of grammatical mistakes, any misspellings, anything, and I'll mark that up. So I normally print out everything. So I don't normally, I'm not, I guess people are going to kill me for not going green. But if you're more green than what I would do if I am marking on the, because I do sometimes mark up if I'm reading it on like my phone and I'm too lazy to sit there and have to like print it out. I will just highlight any mistakes in red. So that way I can go through and transfer it when I'm at my computer. But, you know, that takes a lot of time and effort. And I feel like it's so much easier when I have paper in front of me than it does with anything else. So I would normally take, you know, if I'm printing it in black ink, which normally you would, it's cheaper. (laughs) I will mark it in red ink. Not blue, because blue is too close to, like, a lot of the blue inks are very close to it. You know, if you don't want to use red, I'm, you know, I'm old school, so... I say use red because red catches your eyes, especially when you have a mistake. You know, remember when you're younger and you, your teacher would mark up your paper that that attracts your attention more than any other color. I feel like, and I like purple ink and pink ink and like the light blue inks. But when I would see those red, the red ink is like, oh, you know, you're like, you're trying to see what mistakes have you done, how'd you mess up things and like that, right? So that's my, that's basically my suggestion to you. If you're going to be reading through, in your read through process, you should mark it up with a red ink pen. 
it helps you to catch all your mistakes it also helps you to basically like draw your attention to those and the same thing when you're highlighting it on word if you want to go green and you want to highlight it highlight it in red because that will catch your attention before anything else and if you ever see if you guys have word especially a word and i don't know if this is exclusive to the kindle i don't think it is i think there's if you go to word and you're using word then you have like um a navigation page where it gives you headings pages and results so you can click either one of these and the headings gives you the idea like if you're looking at your book right now I'm looking at um my book eyes and I'm looking at the title page so the headings page gives you the, the title page and it gives you all the names of each chapter so I normally like because I have two I have the title for each chapter and then I have a subtitle all my books and I'll probably keep that pretty consistent with all my books so you'll see like chapter one chapter two chapter you know so and so forth all the way to the last chapter and then even your author's thoughts and about the author now the reason I see this in my headings is because I actually use a chapter font for it so it shows up in my headings now if you click your pages it shows you (laughs) an actual small image of a condensed image of each page and what's on that page and how it should look right now if you highlight something in red i think i recently because eyes is the one i'm currently editing right now i think i must have at some point highlighted it in red so that's the first thing that will pop up like red since it's such a condensed image if you highlight something in red you'll see it like even if you're on the pages thing and you don't want to sit there and have to flip through where where was I last if it's been a while since you edited when you look at your pages in your navigation page it should pop up so that's why I say that if you are using the the um the green method to like edit your stuff by highlighting it in red on the computer then make sure or you're highlighting it on the computer make sure you highlight it in red and when I mean highlight in red um, I don't mean the actual highlight you could highlight it too I highlight the actual letters because you're gonna see it pop out when you like highlight a, um, the red numbers I don't know if you do it regular Hold on, let me do a sample here because you know, I never really did that it does come out there but it just it just looks weird to me <laughs> let me undo that (laughs) but yeah you could do the highlight too but I prefer doing actually changing the color of the actual um the words so you're not really highlighting it you're not using the highlighter at all what you're doing is basically changing the color so you're going to where it has the a in your um home dashboard where all the font and stuff is and you're just clicking it and you're just scrolling down and going to like I use the bright red I don't use the dark red so you click that you highlight the words that you want to highlight or where the mistake was and you go scroll down to where you see the big A with like the strip of color that's most likely it's your automatic so it's gonna be black and you go down to your light red or they're just regular red because it's gonna pop out more and I feel like if you just highlight it it's just like it's it's just weird like that works too but it's gonna be strenuous like I tried doing it and it's just like it bugged my eyes at least with the other one it's not so like harsh on the eyes now going on 
I don't want to here. I don't want to sit here rambling all morning. So you guys are listening to this. It'll be Wednesday at 10 a.m. and I'm pre-recording this on Sunday at 6 a.m. I have a lot to do this week and actually I'm so grateful because I have a lot of people so far who have actually downloaded the book and I'm glad that I have so many new readers. So I'm just like, you know, I'm still, I've yet to have any reviews, but it's only been like a week or so. So, you know, I know I have time to wait and I don't know if people just put it on their TBR list. Like I've said this before many times. So you're you're probably going to hear me talk about this until I get my first reviews and I hope they're all good. But you know, you're going to have a few, even how good your stuff is. You're already, you're always going to have someone who's going to deviate from everybody else. Like whether it's another author who just wants to criticize just be overly critical or if it's somebody who just doesn't picked up the wrong book that it wasn't necessarily for their preference they just picked it up because they wanted it <coughs> but we'll see I don't know I hope people like it. I feel like most of the people that picked on my book picked it up because they liked it and I'm hoping that's the case but moving on because I don't want to sit here rambling again. You know, I have to remind myself this. So, once you're done with, like, uh, reading through, you read through your entire book, and you marked it up, then you can actually sit down and start correcting those mistakes. So if you did the um, old school way, like I normally do, where I print out everything and I mark it in red, then you would have to sit down in front of your screen and go to those places that you marked up and start putting that into your... um, into your, uh, what is this called? Your manuscript, sorry. So, once you start, you start putting that stuff in your manuscript and kind of, like, focusing, like, you're, you're fixing those mistakes, like, your, any little mistakes that you caught on your own. And this is actually a good method when it comes to proofreading, because I had really, like, my proofreading skills were horrible. Now I do editing and stuff as well, so if you guys are interested in in any type of editing you know you're free to inbox me on my main page if you're an author and I will tell you my prices and stuff like that I will if you want to do it through Fiverr I'll tell you exactly where you can do it um I'm gonna start putting more posts up for Fiverr because I think I took that down for the holidays or not the holidays I took that down um for the summer and just never put it back up but I do editing for other people for money, of course. <laughs> so, so that's my little side job. But I used to be horrible at it. Like I literally was so horrible at it. I don't even think I knew what grammar was. I don't think I knew what sentence structure was. I don't even think I knew what spelling was. It was so horrible. You know how it's... And I tell people, don't judge how I talk. Especially like right now. I'm talking very casual. I'm not talking how I would normally talk. So when I'm talking to on this podcast, I'm a little bit more relaxed. So I don't only talk how I would talk if I was giving a speech or I was sitting in a more formal event. Or, so, and I have to like talk to a crowd or something, you know. So I tend to have don't take in regard how I speak at all because I am very nitpicky. Like I literally. This is why I was actually fearing reviewing people. I don't really like reviewing others or reading others' books, especially if they're poorly edited, because I will notice it right away. Like, I read old things that I wrote, like, in high school or, like, in 
in middle school like a lot of my old fan fiction and it this is why I think it takes a, a long time too is trying to read through that and make sense of it because like I said I don't think I knew what those were <laughs> like grammar spelling you know stuff like that structure story structure it just it wasn't there so I read it now and I, I cringe every time. So it takes me longer. I ha- Literally, my desk is full of stuff that I have to archive and put digital archives for my YYHSC series. And I've literally deleted it for days because that means I have to read this and type it up it's exactly how it is and I'll edit it later. But it just to, to sit there reading it and not understand the thought process, it just like, and it'd be so poor, poorly edited and constructed. It's just it's sad. But now I'm much better at it because I had to learn. Uh, I had to learn how to actually correct myself and proofread myself because this was one of the reasons a lot of people did not accept my um, manuscripts at first. So I had to learn a lot of these tricks to kind of get catch people's eyes, like to catch the eye of like editors and stuff like that. So. How do I proofread and edit? Go straight to the point. After you've done correcting the mistakes that you are able to catch with your own eye, that's when I use a little app called ProWritingAid. I know most people are used to apps like Grammarly and whatever else editing thing they have out there. I don't use Grammarly. I knew as soon as it was such a big hype about it that it wasn't as good as the one that I was currently using, which is ProWritingAid. And ProWritingAid, I'll tell you the... For me, why it's different. Grammarly only recently started getting a lot of the features that ProWriting Aid already offered for free. So they actually like they do a few of the things. Like let, let me actually pull up the site right now, so I'm just not rambling. <laughs> so if you if you're like a customer of Grammarly, there's certain things that you cannot get without unless you update to like an actual paid subscription now with grammarly i mean with a pro writing aid for 500 words and that's like basically i know you guys say that's a very small that's a few paragraphs right so for free for, for your every 500 words so you put in 500 words and you edit it bit by bit which i actually feel is it will help your proofreading you can buy the uh, paid one and i'll tell you guys the price of that in a second but if you do it bit by bit, like 500, like let's say you do get the subscription, you do maybe not 500, like 1,000 words. You do a bit by bit or by each section. Since I write in sections, I will put my section in there and I'll have it run a diet, a full-on summary on it. And then I will edit that and I'll do the different um, editing sections. Like, you know, uh, let's see, all repeats, echoes, structures, like transitions, readability, sticky. Um, if the sentence is sticky, cliches, diction, pronoun, uh, alliteration, uh, homonym, consistency, and so many more, right? All those you can get for free. For your 500, if you have 500 words that you want to edit in ProWritingAid, you put that in there for free. And then you could use any of these types of things along with the basic thing like grammar, thesaurus, um, overuse, style, stuff like that. That's all for free on ProWritingAid for the first 500 words. Grammarly, I think you have to actually pay because I've seen a few of the like advertisements they give me. I don't really mess with Grammarly, so I don't, I kind of don't, you know, it's kind of useless. It's like a poor version of per writing aid, which is 10 times better. And it's probably the best investment, I would say, especially for dedicated 
indie authors if you're planning to like you know maybe I okay let me first say this editors are important if you don't have a really good eye for detail then getting editor is perfect um I have editor friends so I do have like connections that will help me so I don't normally pay for my editors I normally have people who are already in the profession that are willing to help me um and it's just that they support my writing but I normally already edit myself and I am basically editor myself and I know most people say that and they're not but I am very attentive to details so I think I spend most of my time in the editing um portion of my book than I did with the writing I think writing was done like less than like six months but then everything else like most of the the year was just strictly editing and rewriting and then editing again so I will go into more of that in uh, following episodes but for pro writing aid you can use all of those for the first 500 words if you want to do the subscriptions are a year is $70 two years is $100 and then three years is 140 now they do have a lifetime um, subscription which is 240 so that means that you pay 240 and you get everything for the rest of your life you don't have to pay again that is probably the best solution that you can do it's the best investment in your career especially if you're a serious writer it is the best tool for you to have out there it's better than grammarly it's better than anything else out there you can download from google docs from word from any type of like or email from mozilla there's so many different platforms you can just download your document into and edit it so that is why i like it because you know i know a lot of people say oh i use grammarly i'm like yeah so does everybody else and i'm like whenever somebody's hyped over a certain app i always look and see if there's like a better one and when i found pro writing aid because i needed a writing app and there was like one blog that had different ones now pro writing aid was the only one that was thorough Grammarly literally only did like for the longest had like only style grammar thesaurus and small the basic stuff that modern people would need and then they started expanding their stuff when like pro writing aid already had this for free that you could do well some of the stuff like readability and sticky stuff was like you can only get it with a membership but they actually started stepping up their game because pro writing aid is one of those apps that already has that stuff for free and well at the time they like they already had that um those um what can I say those features accessible but firmly didn't so that's why whenever somebody tell me like whether it's for um a college paper any type of writing that you're doing invest like if you are like a college student this is the best investment $240 $240 is the best thing that you can save it and you will literally have a star studded paper each and every time I don't think I've ever had after I started p- plugging my papers into here I never heard any of my English teachers complain about structure none of my teachers ever complained about structure for my papers and I always got glowing reviews from them so pro writing aid is definitely a have to for anyone who writes like whether you're um an author or not this is a must to app to have 240 dollars for a lifetime and you're set you don't you don't need grammarly you don't need secondary sites you just need this and i feel like it really helped it also helps you with 
your own proofreading abilities and your own editing abilities. Like I said, I was horrible before. Like, I really don't think I ever heard of the English language before. And you would never believe that English was my first language. <laughs> Reading my papers. It, it was just bad. Oh, the dark ages. But, yeah, so if you guys are a writer, I highly suggest getting per writing aid. So you plug it in there, you... I normally run the summary first, and I check my style grammar um, all the time. Since I have... I'm pretty good at checking, like, the overused thesaurus and stuff like that. You, I, I started using uh, um, overused words and combos at first. But because after I started using that for a while, like I said, this is how this app helps you with picking up your own mistakes. I started picking that up on my own. So I didn't even need to use that after a while. And even like repeats and echoes, as I started using these apps, I started picking this stuff up on my own. So it honed my own like ability to pick up these little slights in my writing. So that way I can edit this before I even have to put it in this app. So... I barely use those, but like like I said, 500 words, if you write in sections like me, it's great for you just to plug that in there bit by bit and do a quick edit. And you can use all these features on here without having to pay it a dime just for the first 500 words. And then that actually is better because it helps you focus on one section or one part and do a thorough editing too. So it, like, let's say you do get the subscription for 240 for the lifetime then you I would say put no more than a thousand words so that way or a section so that way you're able to focus bit by bit or just put like the smallest bit you can do like so if you don't want to do 500 do like 600 700 words max just so you can focus on that little section and see you know you can actually focus on it you can spend all your time on it and actually like review it because the more words you put into any of these types of apps the more they might miss so it's better for you to do it in parts than to try just upload the entire document and try to go in there and edit it and on top of that if you do that you're gonna send yourself crazy because it's gonna do all these markups and stuff like that and you're gonna be spending a long time in that chair and your freaking legs are gonna go numb and it's gonna be very painful so I do not suggest that I suggest doing it in parts now once you've done all that you've finished your proofread edit you put it into your pro writing age you've entirely done or you've entirely uh, replaced all the mistakes that pro writing aid did or pointed out like all the different um, style mistakes and you corrected that in your your style your grammar uh, your usage and stuff like that and you've imported that into you made those changes on your manuscript now you're ready for the rewriting stage now i will talk about that in episode four that one is gonna have like its own episode its own um segment because rewriting is a very important step and there's a lot that i actually do within rewriting that i feel is something that I want to share with you guys because rewriting for me like it doesn't really change I don't think I really changed the overall story for, with rewriting but I do put in some key parts during the rewriting stage so we'll go more into detail about that in episode four so 
So for now, thanks for listening to Indie Authors Tips, writing your book, first read through, proofread, and edit. See you next time. Thank you.